Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. News today. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques which uh, will enable the controlling oligarchy to get people actually to love their servitude. Uh, people can be made to enjoy a state of affairs which, by any decent standard, they ought not to enjoy. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Too many kids are what's making the planet worse. A lot of these kids come from bad gene pools. They don't have stable parents making good decisions. Mercury-containing vaccines may help not harm kids, according to two new studies in the journal Pediatrics. These new studies suggest that the opposite, that the preservatives may actually be associated with improved behavior and mental performance. Fluoride in water is supposed to fight tooth decay, but could it also cause cancer? Turns out the government had the right under U.S. law to conduct secret testing on the American public under specific conditions. We have to work the dark side or we're going to spend time in the shadows. Any attempt to achieve world order must be the work of the devil. Well, join me. I, I'm glad to sit here at the right hand of Satan. There's a need for a new world order. Someday, in the next few years, a solution will emerge. back and we're winning join us or roll over and die and i know you are americans across the world there are people that want liberty as well we have just begun to fight it's thursday april 20th 2023 30 years ago in north central texas Delta Force, Army Special Operations, under orders of Janet Reno and Bill Clinton, burned that building to the ground and machine gunned from the backs of their Bradley fighting vehicles, all on flare footage, those men, women, and children, placed bombs on top of the church record vault where the children were hiding as young as 12 months. But when they commit an atrocity, it's okay. Because they're the good guys. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm going to reveal information today that nobody else has ever revealed. We do that quite often, but we have a good chance of defeating the globalists if people understand what the shutdown of the economy is about. It's about artificial scarcity, and then there not being enough energy or food, and the government rationing it and basically putting more than half the population on a form of welfare because they cannot feed themselves. And with that comes all the social control. And they're already rolling it all out, not just here, but around the world. So this entire line of stacks here, one, two, three, four, five, six stacks of just news today, all ties into how they're doing this. And then it all ties into the other articles. You know, they passed that law three days ago in Washington State. They've got similar laws everywhere they're trying to pass. That children as young as five, when the school convinces them they're another sex, will be taken by the state and then raised by the state preparing them for sterilization that's just getting started that's the type of news we got for you today we're going to beat these bastards stay with us crashing through the lies and disinformation it's alex jones It's April 20th, 2023, on this live Thursday transmission. And I'm your host, Alex Jones. And humanity is in the danger zone. But if we're aware of the enemy's operations, we will prevail, they will fail. All right. We have one guest, former White House advisor and Trump spokesperson, Steve Cortez, who's one of the smartest people out there who just blew me away a week ago when he came on right before I did on the war room with Steve Mannon and laid out the designed implosion of the economy and how it's been done and and how to reverse it. He'll be popping in the first 30 minutes of the second hour. The rest of the broadcast today, we're going to be taking your phone calls ahead of the great Drew Hernandez co-hosting in the fourth hour. Okay, let me do it this way before I plow into it all. There are millions of declassified documents out there going back over 70 years since the National Security Act of 1947. And I've read thousands of them. But I've also studied how the globalists operate in the public and private sector and integrate the two. And I am able to decompartmentalize their operations really better than anybody else does. And and I don't like to even say that because it's a dangerous position to be in. And it's also a very frustrating position to be in because to try to describe things this complex is, is, is extremely hard. It's like if you're an engineer and somebody's not an engineer, you're trying to describe, say, electrical engineering, if you're an electrical engineer or if you're an uh, architect. But, but anybody out there that's lived has, has seen large pieces of this globalist deployment against you and your loved ones and your family and all those around you. And that's the most important thing I can say is that this is not our opinion. And what the globalists are doing is a fact and is a reality. And 99.9999999999999% of us are going to be absolutely hurt by this and many of us killed by it. And I think that's what's important to say here. 
People can pretend they're part of the power structure. You can pretend that you're winning by going along with it. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, that's a lie. And you're deluding yourself. And I know our main audience gets that and are the greatest people out there in the world, I think, to tune in because you're listening to the most informative, powerful, hands-down, effective broadcast in the world against the enemy, the most pro-human, pro-truth, pro-justice, most effective transmission uh, in modern history. And again, I don't say that as if the credit goes to me. It goes to our guest. It goes to our researchers. It goes to our crew. It goes to our callers. It goes to all those that came before us in this fight. But God had it in his plan that at this point in 2023, we would be front and center. Because we don't just have a giant audience of regular people who are amazing. We now have an audience of the intelligentsia of the planet. World leaders tune in every day. All the top talk show hosts tune in. Our clips every day, tens of millions of views. And we really have a responsibility here, all of us that are the InfoWars family, to realize that we've been put in this position for a reason, and we have a major responsibility to intensify our efforts in the fight for freedom and to expose the enemy's operations, but to also promote an alternative system to their tyranny. And we don't force people into our system. We offer up better systems that work and are pro-human and that are prosperous and good and wholesome and decent and hope that others will join us through free will in that exercise. And we will win in the end because of God's certification of our operations. And I don't talk about InfoWars singularly. I'm talking about all of us together. And we've got to try to be pure. We've got to try to be strong. None of us are perfect, but we've just got to continue to keep our eyes on Christ. Okay. And, and, and the reason I explained that at the beginning here is that to say that I have knowledge and understanding that I don't see anybody else putting out. I see people very eloquently and very intelligently covering this piece or that piece. But imagine if I dumped out a whole box of Legos here without the map, without the instructions. And let's say it's for a ship or it's a it's a castle or it's uh, whatever the Lego set is. It's a dinosaur. If you don't have that instruction manual that tells you what to put together in the little bags and pieces, it's going to take you, even if you're a Lego enthusiast, like I, I was when I was a kid, and even as an adult, my children all liked it, so I built all sorts of stuff with them and then watched them get better than I am at, you know, at doing it. Spent a lot of money on Legos. Too bad they're woke now. But, but that's really what this show is, is the instruction manual. And other researchers will focus, you see this in academia, on one area. Like, this professor studies pinnipeds, seals. Or, this professor studies one species of parrot. Or, this professor studies carbon dioxide in one place in the world. What I do is full spectrum analysis and 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 tie it all in to where it's going. And, and that's why Henry Kissinger, 15, 16 years ago, had Rothkop, the head of the Kissinger group, try to get me to go to New York and 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 and, and you know, be hired by them. And they said, they said, you have full spectrum analysis, you have thirty five thousand foot view, most people don't have that. They said we would like you to come meet us and hopefully work with us. And when I said no, in front of my producer, John Harmon, they couldn't believe it. And they didn't laugh. He goes, well, I'm really disappointed. You know, nobody's ever turned us down. Really? I know people that turned the system down once they were already in it. They didn't know they were getting into it. 
Luckily, I did enough research and had family warn me about it that I didn't get caught up when I was young and dumb or that dumb. I was sure young. So listeners need to understand that when I cover this rail of information in front of me, I've got all these other stacks of news, but this, this group of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stacks all tie together and show you the blueprint. I mean, I can tell you the blueprint. You've already got a good idea about the blueprint. But, but, but when I explain this is all just today's news, or the last few days' news, and, and the globalists have the roadmap, they have the blueprint, they're the architects, and so you see a piece of the Lego here, and you don't like it, and it's bad and evil, and a piece of the Lego there that's bad and corrupt, and you're like, but what, what, how did it? But when you actually put them together, We've reverse engineered their whole operation. That's how we can word for word 15 years ago, 10 years ago, say this will happen, that will happen, it'll happen this way, then we'll do that. People later go, how did the hell did he say exactly? Because I have reverse engineered the plan. And it gives me a headache, actually, and I'll be completely honest with you, I'm exhausted mentally sometimes, that it's kind of like once you find the combination of something, once you finally get something done, you don't want to go back to it. It's like once your brain already knows something and it's so complex, you're trying to teach a course and you're like, how the hell when I can barely put all this together myself and it's so complex, but I can capture it in my mind and then see the plan and see 20 moves ahead, how do I extrapolate this out and give you the warning? Because, hey, a lot of you aren't going to listen today, but you're going to listen in a couple of months, a couple of years because – Everything's compacted now. You don't have to wait 20 years for Alex Jones to be proven exactly right. You're going to get to see it in six months, a year. You're going to get to see now, that's why they want us off air so bad, where I call their shots before they happen. Just like I told you, Russia will invade in late February. I wasn't told exactly specifically that, but I had enough integrated information from what was being said by the Russians, what was being said by the NATO, by the U.S., and then I went and checked with my sources what my prime computation with my electrochemical supercomputer, my AI that God gave me that we all have, we're so advanced, ladies and gentlemen, we're so powerful, anybody can do this if you actually study this enough. I mean, it's like football fans we all know who watch a football team so much and love it so much that they go, watch this, they're going to call us such and such, and you sit there with your buddy in like college and like, how the hell did you just call the next six plays exactly? Well, I just love this team, and I just know all about it, and I just, you know. And, of course, those were UT football players I was friends with that I'd go hang out with that I was in high school with. So they were immersed in football. And, and a couple of these guys went on to be top scientists um, that I was friends with. But, but the point was is that they were smart and football players. But I saw that with them in football. Well, we're able to do that with the New World Order, and we're going to do it today. So strap yourselves in. This is critical information to the future of humanity. Stay with us. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm about to say a lot of things here, but everybody already knows. But what I'm going to really try to do is make the critical point that the globalists are in full swing right now with their program of cutting the resources off in the Western world, also cutting them off in the third world, to flood us with the third world, destabilize things further, culturally destabilize, cut off the energy, and set it up to where the, quote, poor cannot pay their bills even if they want to work, so they go on the universal basic income and have to accept all the controls that come with that. But to set up universal basic income for the poor, everyone's going to have to have that credit score, that social credit score, to show that, quote, they've got no money or some money or a lot of money. And it's all sold as being fair and helping people, and then it brings in their whole system. And it's going in all over the Western world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to France to to Germany, everywhere. And I have dozens and dozens of articles where this is all happening right now. And I've got a bunch of video clips and more, but let me just lay this out. You watch a congressional hearing, and they'll talk about one little tiny piece of this and call it Orwellian and Stalinistic and evil. That's just one piece of it. There's hundreds of damn pieces of this, all designed by the same think tanks, all coming out of the Rockefeller and Carnegie Endowment that run the CIA. And these are all 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old projects that are now coming together. Unlimited taxpayer money, scientists, systems, all building each piece, now going together. And they tweak it as it goes. But they've stayed on their plan. And some would argue, well, they should be in charge if they've got this much will. (laughs) They promote pedophilia, folks. They promote the end of humanity as we know it. I mean, they believe humans are just a bridge to their godhood. And they talk about that. And I've been telling you that for 30 years, 29 years. Now Elon Musk talks about it because that's really what it is. So let me let me do it this way. Let me just read you some headlines. The digital euro could usher in total state control. And it just goes on from there. Member of Parliament, Bridgen, 
MP speaks, uh, national television, warning on digital IDs, digital currency, and the WHO's pandemic treaty, how it all comes together for total control. Uh, big breakdowns on what the social credit score is like already in China going on for at least four years. That's a whole hour of information right there. Uh, ties in with this. Biden to hike payments for good credit home buyers to subsidize high-risk mortgages. I've got the proposal right here. I read it last night, and it's exactly what I knew it would be before I read it. Poor people can't get a house. They've got bad credit. So we're going to put a tax on the local banks that's passed on when you buy a house or sell a house that people with good credit pay to help poor people. California now has the legislation and is moving forward to give, quote, poor people cheaper energy cost. But again, that's because they're going to start cutting back the energy to where there's not enough energy and then rationing it and then selling the idea, again, that we have to all accept the social credit score. This is going in. Here's another one. We're going to play this clip coming up. Civil rights activist goes viral for slamming reparations on Dr. Phil. But they're moving forward with, quote, reparations. But it won't be real reparations. It'll be you're black and poor, so you get a cheaper bus ticket, or you get a lower cost of gasoline, or you get a lower cost of energy. And it all sounds good, so you're like, well, I want to be for that. But you're bringing in the digital surveillance system and the control grid, the mark of the beast, that they admit is designed as they shut off the resources to make us fight over who gets them instead of having unlimited resources or close to that, which promotes wealth and freedom, they're creating artificial scarcity or feudalism. There's another example. Germany closes its last nuclear power plants. Electricity bills to spike 45%. They've already tripled in the last 15 months. They're closing their hydroelectric plants, saying it's bad for fish. Totally made up. They're closing their last nuclear power plants and saying by 2030, all new gas and diesel vehicles are banned and they don't have the energy for the EVs or the rare earth minerals to build them in all the projections. They can't build 10% of what they need, neither can we. It's a bridge to nowhere. But it sounds like, oh, we're going to a new system. No, they're taking in our industrial society and our wealth away from us. Germany closes all 84 of its coal-powered plants to rely primarily on renewable energy. But there aren't the windmills. There aren't. Well, what's what's hydroelectric? It's renewable. Why'd you shut down water power? And they've got all these studies about building dams in arid areas and how it creates these lakes and these ecosystems and how fish numbers go way up and humans plant more trees than ever, wherever here. But it doesn't matter. They define what's good Everything else that is good is defined as bad, like cows or trees or rice. They've all got to be banned. Marxism, California style, new state law will lead energy companies to bill customers based on income. California utility companies propose changing, charging customers based on how much money they make. That's the social credit score. It's not coming. It's here. And it goes on. I've got a bunch of other articles that that tie into this. But again, when everybody talks about the social credit score or the universal medical ID or universal basic income, 
They all separate them when it's all been UN, Bill Gates funded, globally certified, ready to go for two years, central bank digital currencies that are the currency that tracks and controls this. It's the computer program you put on your phone. All these stores everywhere, because it's the trendy liberal thing to do. I walk into small diners I've gone to for 20 years. Sorry, we don't take cash. Sorry, we don't have paper menus. QR code. And they admit that all came out of the big international consortiums and the standardization groups and the, and the different uh, business consortiums, which is all directing the same propaganda to bring in this total control grid. And so when I talk about information that's not known, no one is pointing out, no one, that, they're, that the, co- the classic communist move, which is just one system of the technocrats and the globalists, because 150 years ago, feudalism was ending in Russia, in Germany, all over the world, which was white slaves. People just think there were black slaves here. That slavery was all over the world. It's called feudalism. It's called serfs. They had to con the serfs who were about to be free into a new system of slavery. Oh, join the Communist Party. We'll all collectivize, which they had already lived on collectivist farms, but a large portion went to the owner of the property, and you'll get a percentage now. Something you never got, but you didn't get a percentage. You got put in a giant gulag. So what's not being pointed out is, is that if you look at communist countries and the rationing and the controls, they're artificially suppressing production because they want to control you by scarcity. That's the definition of feudalism. That's the definition of serfdom. So this is neo-feudalistic, fascist-controlled serfdom. Fascism on top. Communist systems on the bottom. Communist ideology for the proletariat, above the law, fascism, private jets, giant palatial estates for those on top. And so that's why it's critical when you see Biden cutting off our pipelines and going hiring 87,000 IRS agents to go after poor working people and all this. You say, why is he doing that? Well, it's a plan to destroy everybody and force us onto the system. We'll be right back. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just gonna tell you bottom line, My wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission... You are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. 
right, I'm going to finish up with <laughs> these five, six stacks I've got left that I've just skimmed over here. But I know as an audience, most of you totally get what I'm saying. You're saying, well, that's common sense. We know that's how communists work. But the public doesn't get it. Where are the congressional hearings about them shutting off the Keystone Pipeline that increase energy prices probably 30% alone? Where, 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 where are they pointing out the controlled demolition? We all know this. The globalists admit they're doing it. They're building a post-industrial world for all of us. We have to make this front and center. And here's the good news. How many big issues started on this show that were very academic that almost no one knew about and are now mainstream? I mean, I'm not tooting my horn, but I woke up Joe Rogan and gave him all the information a lot of the information on the central bank digital currency. About a month ago, he came out and said, Jones told me about this years ago and gave me all the documents. I couldn't believe it. Now it's here. Now every show, he attacks it. And and the reason I raise that is, what if you go to city council and speak? What if you go to the county commission and speak? What if you go to the school board? What if you go to the state board? You can do what I do. This This is not Alex Jones territory. Look at Tucker Carlson. Look how awake he is. He's told me to my face, you're the guy that woke me up. And again, that's not about Alex Jones. It's about realizing how powerful we are together and how we are so close to being these people because they're building a horrible dystopia. I mean, they are building uh, a, a meat grinder. I mean, they are, they are. Wait till I get to them grabbing the kids. I mean, this is just next level. This is enough to make you leave the country, but they're doing it all over the world. I know so many people leaving the West Coast because of this, and they should immediately. But... Let me get back to what I was talking about. Making banks via federal regulations, and it gets into the article here, charge thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to begin with to people with high credit scores. Think about that. So that they can, quote, help those that don't have good credit scores quote, get a house, then the companies rip them off and give them a high interest rate or balloon financing. This is sick. And you look at all the places the Democrats run or liberals run worldwide falling apart, and you say, what a bunch of incompetence. There's nothing incompetent about it. It is a specific, documented battle plan of these people. But you should go read the Washington Times article, Biden to hike payments for good credit home buyers to subsidize high-risk mortgages. Here's another example. When the CDC thought it was had unlimited power, and it's the tip of the spear of the deep state, the biopharmaceutical industrial complex, when it thought it had a totally free hand a couple years ago, they said, you know what, all rents are forgiven in perpetuity. Renters don't have to pay rent anymore. Doesn't matter if it's a million dollar property or a shack, those are forgiven. And the Supreme Court had to say, you can't do that. Now, what do you think it does when for a year people didn't have to pay their rent? Makes it sound like, oh, the liberals are so nice, they're gonna be something free. It wrecks, in most cases, working class people that own a few rental properties that they upkeep, they take care of, that they paid for, that they busted their ass for, and that makes them get out of the rental market. And that makes that fall apart. And that makes society crumble. And that's just one piece. But you add all these pieces together, it's a giant wrecking ball taking out society.
Oh, sorry. Power prices are so high because we cut off all the power plants and shut down the hydroelectric systems and nuclear power plants. Well, that's okay. We'll just give you a rate sheet because you're poor. You pay less. But if you look back three, four years ago, you would have been paying less if they hadn't done all these policies. But they force people by necessity into saying, I don't have a choice. I'm going to accept the universal basic income. You say, well, I won't be on that. Oh, yes, you are. Everyone's given the score so they know who's who. And now they can add the social policies and the control to that central bank digital currency to tell you when you can spend it and where, how much value it has, and surveil everything you do and put it in a database, outlaw cash, kill the underground economy. That's the only thing still holding things together. And then you add things like this. And I want to be very specific. When the first world collapses, the third world dies. 80% of the world gets 50%. Give me the actual numbers and one from memory here. The Food and Agriculture Organization notes that rice is one of the most important stable foods in the world. Over 50% of the world population, 50%, depends on rice for about 80% of its food requirements. That's a death sentence to billions. And you've got the news everywhere saying ban rice because it's grown in swamps and swamps put off methane, which is totally natural and good. Again, climate change, planting new forests can do more harm than good. BBC, cut down trees to save the earth. This is just as idiotic as two men can have a baby. But they know exactly what they're doing. They're killing logic. They're killing common sense to reduce the amount of energy. Because gasoline and diesel and coal and hydroelectric and nuclear is not the only energy on this planet. Energy is what something operates off of. So carbon dioxide that plants breathe, they then put off oxygen, is listed as toxic. And then now, not just cows because they fart methane, now it's rice, now it's trees, now it's plants. It's a power grab over everything on earth, listing everything life-giving, everything good is bad, and everything that's destructive as good. And they have a dialectic system that they're engaged in. Look at this nightmare headline. Washington State passes bill to isolate trans kids from parents to enable gender care. And other states are set to pass similar laws, California right behind them, and Oregon. This is children as young as five that the school convinces they're another sex. They just think they're like pretending, oh, you're Superman. Oh, you're Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, you're a boy. You're a girl when you're the other sex. They put you in a database and keep it secret from the parents. And then by the second grade, that's the plan. It's right here. Oh, the parents came to the school and said, stop telling my daughter she's a boy. Stop telling my son she's a girl. This is the school, not just taking parental rights, but screwing your child up. And they say, CPS is involved. We have a law. Your child's being taken to be raised in a dormitory with other trans children. (laughs) Talk about pedophilia. And you don't get to see them again until they're 18. Bye-bye. And then they turn your child against them while they're in this brainwashing facility, and you never see them again. 
until maybe you see him in a coffee shop and your son is a woman and totally mentally ill with purple hair. And then they commit suicide. And then it's your fault they committed suicide because the state had to take him away to protect him. And it's all about sterilizing the children. It's all about depopulation. Washington State bill hides runaway children from transgender unsupportive parents. Washington bill to allow medical transgender interventions on minors without parental consent. This isn't just have an abortion of your 11-year-old who got raped before you even know what's going on. No, now there's no parental consent when they sterilize them with chemicals or physically. You tell somebody this 10 years ago, they wouldn't believe it. And look at California. California bill proposes fines, jail time for those who harass teachers over gender ideology teaching. So you go to city council, you go to school board, you talk about them, you go to jail. And they've been trying this all over the country. Literally cult members programmed to come in and take over your children and destroy them. Folks, we got to hide our children from the system. We got to educate them. We got to warn them. And we got to absolutely understand this is, this is a number 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. This is over-the-top evil. Now, we're going to talk about disarming the police when we come back. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department. But it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. This is an emergency transmission from deep in the heart of Texas, the U.S. resistance against a global corporate combine empowered and funded by communist China, allied with the big mega banks that set up communist China in 1949. 
The Communist Chinese have taken control of U.S. telecommunications infrastructure. The Communist Chinese have taken control of Hollywood. The Communist Chinese have taken control of the main universities. This is all confirmed. This is not a drill. Big tech in Silicon Valley is almost completely run by the Communist Chinese government. They've officially become state-run. Apple, 100%. Google is now making the transition and announcing a merger and total worldwide censorship. They are now beta testing using me as the straw man, a demonized version of Alex Jones to do that. This is happening. This is not like the other probes before that were meant to get you used to probes and censorship, thinking you would adapt to censorship by just putting up with it. Now this attack is thousands and thousands and thousands of times the magnitude of all previous attacks. This is a titrated dose, reverse psychological warfare operation using adapt and overcome subversion paradigm manipulation. In layman's terms, they are manipulating the fact that we adapt to being oppressed. We adapt to being pressed with the low dosages of oppression. Now when the megaton hits us of the total takeover, we try to adapt to the poison infusion instead of not knowing it's a lethal dose if we accept the dose. Total Internet of Things integration, global social score, complete command and control system. It is the virtual reality AI weapon system now attacking the United States with traitors inside the major security agencies blocking Trump's resistance of the program and attempting to stop us from removing the tentacles of the Chi-Com slash Big Tech banking combine emergency situation. I have been chosen for destruction because I brought you this information and have been battering, ramming it out as much as I can. They want to double use me as they always do in any complex system of mathematical deception where every angle of my good is turned against us. So they take what I've said, being sincere, build me into an insincere person in the straw man. I'm a person that cares about life and children and is against these wars. And so they make me a herder of children. And then they build me into this lie to then set the distraction while they're actually censoring all of you to make a debate about Alex Jones. So even if I didn't sell out to them, they now use me as an archetype to serve them by being the main distraction. I have now been captured by the enemy in the information warfare fulcrum and it's being used against you. Only your full understanding of this key will break you free from this paradigm. I have given you the transmission. Now break free. I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. All right, that video is now four years old. Hard to believe. Shot in the old studio. Live on air. Right off the cuff, right out of the heart, right out of the mind, right out of the AI God gave us that is not artificial, but is real. Real intelligence. Third dimension and beyond. And why did I play that? Because I say in there, maybe you guys can cue it up. It's pretty close to the third way into the video, about a minute in. I say they run all these thousands of attacks. So when they finally run the main attack, you just think, well, it's just another attack and don't know it's the main attack and we get destroyed. So they're just normalizing two men can have a baby and men can compete in women's sports and all this idiocy to get you to accept more logical fallacies. Because accepting tyranny is a logical fallacy, but instead of you just pull back and don't respond to each attack, you're aware of each one, but realize what counters them, being productive, being loving, being strong, opposing everything they do, 
If they say up, you go down. If they say left, you go right. And that's all you got to do is do nothing they say and stop submitting to them and stop caring what people think about you and just spreading the word. Now, here's an example of the NSC. While you guys find that part, I'll put that little short clip when you find it. Leftist students protest university's decision to arm campus police. When I was in Connecticut last year for the uh, Sandy Hook show trial, where the judge had already found me guilty, just like they did in the Dominion case with uh, Fox, people asked why they settled. The judge found them guilty. Did the same thing again. They said they'd do that. Alan Dershowitz did a whole video on it on Infowars.com. Don't believe me? It's right there. But look at this. When I'm at the courthouse, they don't have armed police there. Guns are so bad that they don't have police with guns at the courthouse. Now, that's obviously a logical fallacy. The left wants the military to attack Russia. They want guns. There's Secret Service for the president, and there's Capitol Police for the Congress people. But the left as just an example of the locals can't be armed, takes the guns from the police at the courthouse. And there's video on screen for TV viewers. Demonstration underway at George Washington University. Students are protesting the recent decision by the university to arm some of its police officers. NBC News. Big story on Infowars.com. Now, if they're really scared of crazy Gun people, when concealed carry people are the lowest crime rate out there, why are they advertising the university as a place to come be attacked? And I bet if you talk to these trendy liberals, they're almost all for nuclear war with Russia like Sean Penn is, and they have more tanks, more weapons. The Ukrainians deserve weapons, but our police don't. And that creates the lawlessness of a Chicago, a San Francisco, You name it. So this is the plan. And you look at that and you say, that's idiotic, that makes no sense. Well, actually, under State Department Memorandum 7277, look it up, type in State Department Memorandum 7277, Public Law 7277, the Carnegie Endowment UN Plan in 1962 was to, by 1980, Disarm the citizens, the police, and then our military, and only have the U.N. be armed. Oh, they got armed guards at the U.N. These students would all be for that. But they don't want people there trained to use firearms to protect them, and they don't want to be protected because it's the murder of logic. Here's a short clip of the piece I just played. In layman's terms, they are manipulating the fact that we adapt to being oppressed. We adapt to being pressed with the low dosages of oppression. Now when the megaton hits us of the total takeover, we try to adapt to the poison infusion instead of not knowing it's a lethal dose if we accept the dose. Total Internet of Things integration, global social score, complete command and control system. It is the virtual reality AI weapon system now attacking the United States with traitors inside the major security agencies blocking Trump's resistance of the program and attempting to stop us from removing the tentacles of the Chi-Com slash Big Tech. All right, that's enough. Emergency situation. Why don't we, it's at man.video. Why don't we post, uh, this is why they banned Alex Jones, on man.video, but it hasn't been uploaded, and then put it on the live show feed today so people can get this and share this and explain what's happening. So 
again, it's the murder of logic. It's their plan. And it ties in to all these other reports coming out of them trying to totally defund the police and then crime explodes. And then what's their answer? They're normalizing homelessness and crime and not having energy and not having food. They're getting you ready for the collapse. They're easing you in. This is the attack. Cutting off the energy, shipping in the fentanyl, shipping all the U.S. weapons to Ukraine while China gets ready to invade Taiwan. This is America being positioned to destruction. But here's the good news. When I talked about the Chicoms controlling telecoms and Hollywood and the system and working with the deep state, Four years ago, almost no one was talking about it. Today, most of the government's woken up to it and is now breaking free, and there's investigations into the Democrats being Chinese agents. We are inches away from a major breakthrough against the New World Order because we kill the Anglo-American establishment alliance with the Chicoms, which is now happening. Then we can get rid of the Anglo-American elite. That's the British intelligence model. It's not the British that run it, but, but that's merger that happened after World War II, we can then dismantle that and then put in people that actually want a prosperous, secure, good future. We're very close. And that's why they want this information shut down. I'm going to give the toll-free number out. We start the next hour. We have a special guest, former advisor to Donald Trump, Steve Cortez, coming on to talk about critical information on a bunch of fronts. And in 30 minutes after he leaves us, we'll be taking your calls. 877-789-2539, 877-789-2539. First-time callers on any subject you want to discuss. First-time callers only. 877-789-2539. And please remember, we're listener-supported. Our incredible 10-hour clean energy that's a bestseller, being sold out for eight months or so, is back in stock. Turbo Force, 25% off InfoWarsTore.com. The Krill Oil, our amazing over-the-top CBD oil that's so good for neurological systems, joints and bones. It's discounted. All of it is at InfoWarsStore.com and 1776 Testosterone Boost. Woo! It's amazing. It's back in stock, and we still have it 40% off. InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. I know that you have cause there's magic 
Well, somebody they can see for miles and miles and miles is Steve Cortez. And we've got over 400 radio stations, over 100 TV stations. Some of them join us at 6 after. This is a short little segment, but he connected early, so we're going to go to him now. But then have him get into the main meet in the next 30 minutes after we come back from break of what he was breaking down. I'm well aware of his work, one of the advisors to Trump, uh, one of the spokespersons. You can find all his work at stevecortez.substack.com. But I was on Steve Bannon's show last week, and he was on right before me, so I'm sitting there watching him. He did the best in like nine-minute breakdown. We actually played it later on my show. Uh, the demolition of the economy and, 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 and what's causing this collapse. One thing I may disagree with is that it's it's incompetence. It's a it's a plan here, really cloud and pivot on steroids. So let's do this, Steve. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to reintroduce you here in about five minutes. We're going to break. We'll come back and join some stations. But uh, give us a prelude to what you're going to break down because you only had about eight minutes on band and did the best job I've seen. This way you'll have like 20 minutes when we come back to, to really flesh it all out and talk about solutions. But thanks for coming on with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, first time on your show. So Maiden, vo- maiden voyage for me. And, you know, look, I, I worked for 25 years on Wall Street. I was an interest rate uh, trader, covered some of the biggest hedge funds in the world before I got into politics, uh, when that orange guy came down the escalator and really, frankly, changed my mind. I used to be a bit of a Wall Street Republican, used to believe in so-called free trade and used to basically trust the financial institutions in the United States organizations like the Fed and the U.S. Treasury and big business. Uh, He opened my eyes and I have an incredibly different worldview now, Uh, a much more skeptical, far more populist worldview, but I still take that same skill set and the same uh, acumen I have for capital markets to apply it to this new political mission that I'm on. And the American economy is being destroyed right before our eyes, particularly for people of middle and lower incomes. The trend is terrible and the trend is worsening, Alex. And the reality is, unless we course correct incredibly quickly, unless we reverse in major ways on both monetary and fiscal policy, uh, the United States is headed, quite frankly, for an absolute economic train wreck for a financial cataclysm. And that is the the reality as projected by the metrics, not by Steve Cortez's opinion or Alex Jones, but by the actual metrics of the economy, things like interest rates. I often say when it comes to financial markets, price is truth. You know, the, the price doesn't lie. Um, and the prices and the metrics out there in the economy increasingly point to a place of intensifying dangers and increasing heightened heightened risks throughout the economy. So I'm trying to ring the alarm to make sure that there's a sense of immediacy and urgency out there to start fixing this before it's too late. And uh, again, to your point, you're an expert on this, did a great job laying it out, but clearly they know this is coming. They're pre-positioning to bring in the central bank digital currencies, bring in their new system. So I think we're about to see the end of Bretton Woods and a new system. And it looks like you know, obviously, China and Russia and India and Brazil know that. They're saying, well, we're done with the dollar. This is the biggest ball drop. Even if I don't like the establishments that, you know, that's hijacked the country, why would they run their own power structure into the ground? I mean, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it is mismanagement. Well, listen, I think it can be both, right? I don't think it has to be binary that it's either or. Either or. Uh, there can be a certain amount of, of planning, right? Because I think the ruling class of the United States knows that in this managed decline of America, they can extract for themselves an enormous amount of wealth by managing that decline effectively. At the same time, I think there's also a lot of incompetence. So I'm not sure that it has to completely be a binary pick. You know, So for example, let me get specific. Janet Yellen, when she continually lied to the American people and said inflation was transitory. I think she probably at least suspected otherwise. So there is some actual malice and dishonesty in there. But I think there's also probably some measure of incompetence. 
where she was, uh, where she truly didn't have the skills, uh, despite her, you know, her sterling resume. Let's face it, she's a fool when it comes to the economy. Where she both was missing it because of incompetence, but at the same time willing to miss it. Uh, because of her malevolence. All right, Steve Cortez, I, I got to say, I think you're the best financial analyst out there. been watching you for years, but you've been blowing me away. We're going to come back, join some stations, kind of recap that, and then let's go through what managed decline means. For those who don't read Foreign Affairs, they've been talking about it for 40 years, the Chinese century. Live from Austin, Texas, it's Alex Jones. All right, we got a real thousand-pound brain with us until the bottom of the hour. Been following him for six, seven years since he uh, helped quarterback things with Trump. And he's been one of the top stock traders and you know fun folks out there. I watched him for many years uh, on Fox News, CNN, and CNBC. Uh, but he got basically, I guess, drafted or you know, just chose to join Trump six-plus years ago. Uh, Steve Cortez, populist, uh, patriotic populist, bad hombre, born for a storm, former Trump 2016-2020 spokesperson, former contributor, as I already mentioned, stevecortez.substack.com. So, Steve, I'm going to try to give you the floor to describe what managed decline is, uh, the, the, the Chinese century. Seems like the U.S. government's trying to break with that. What happened there? Uh, you did an excellent analysis last week on Steve Bannon where you laid out how they created these policies that have imploded things and where you see that going. And the key point you make is we've got to change course quickly. We don't have long. You've got the floor. Thanks for joining us. Quantify that. You bet, Alex. Thanks for having me. And, And you're right about the immediacy and the urgency of the situation. I do believe that we can course correct. I think that there is time, but that window is closing. The clock is ticking. Believe me, uh, there will be a point very soon when we will not be able to reverse any longer and reclaim the kind of prosperity that should be the birthright of Americans. So let me put some some numbers behind this. You know, when you talk about managed decline, because I don't want to just give you my opinion on where things are. Let's look at what the American people, how they view their own financial predicament, both right now and into the future. And the statistics on this, frankly, are just incredibly dire. And we're hitting all kinds of really unfortunate records, you know, some of them all time records. CNBC, which is, you know, no friend of ours ideologically, right? Part of the MSNBC, NBC family. CNBC just put out a survey and asked Americans what they think of the current economic situation of the country and looking forward. The negative combination there was 69%. Seven out of 10 Americans have both a negative view now and looking forward, and CNBC itself was even honest enough to admit, rare moment of honesty and bluntness on that channel, was it was willing to admit that is the worst in the history of the survey. Um, but that's not the only data point. Similar outlook, unfortunately, dour outlook from the Wall Street Journal and the University of Chicago. They've been doing a survey for 30 years asking Americans kind of big macro questions. And one of the fundamental questions is, do you believe your children will be better off than you are? And thankfully, through most of American history, that answer was always in the affirmative. Far more people said, yes, my kids are going to have a better life than I have. Uh, it started to flip a little over a decade ago, and it is now has flipped massively to the negative, where the survey just released by the Wall Street Journal shows 78% of the American people, four out of five Americans, say their children will not be better off than they are today. So the despondency right now is ubiquitous. It is spread throughout the American economy. Why? Well, because 
of what profligate spending, exorbitant borrowing and spending, what it has done to the United States and because of the concerted policy attacks on the United States dollar. And let me get specific, specific if I could about both of those points, because I think it's also crucial for us to recognize that this is a created crisis. This isn't bad luck, Alex. It's not just the business cycle. Um, it's not just sort of the way of the world. These aren't secular trends over which we have no control. These are created crises um, at the behest and at the will of the ruling class of America. So let me be specific. On the inflation front, we had three-month Treasury yields, so very short-term money, three-month Treasury money. When Joe Biden took office, it was effectively free. It was nearly 0%. It was 0.1% to borrow money from the United States Treasury uh, for, for three months. It is now over 5%. It has absolutely soared, catapulted higher. Alex, that's the highest level for three-month Treasury yield since 2007. Now, I'm sure I don't need to remind a lot of the folks in the audience what happened into 2007, 08, 09 with the housing crisis, what a spike in interest rates did to the American economy back then. Now, in 08 and 09, the risks primarily were in the residential housing market where there was far too much leverage. There were far too many people taking on no doc liar loans. Okay, that's where the risks now, were. Now then. it's in commercial. Now it's in commercial, exactly. And this is the point that I made, I think, when, when you and I were on back-to-back uh, -back on Steve Bannon's show, and I covered this extensively in my newest article on my Substack, which I call the Syllabus of Economic Errors. Commercial real estate, CRE, is what the pros refer to it as, uh, commercial real estate, that is where the risks lie now. Why? Because commercial real estate was based on two premises. Number one, sustained low interest rates. Well, that's gone, You know, as I just indicated regarding Treasury yields. Because of Biden's inflation, low interest rates are a thing of the past. We're in an entirely new inflationary interest rate regime. But then the other aspect is commercial real estate was highly levered because it was considered to be pretty safe, Alex, right? It was considered to be a relatively boring allocation for big institutional money. Um, why? Because people have to go to work, quite frankly, right? They needed a place, they needed office buildings to go to work. Well, all of that changed because of the unscientific, illegal, and draconian lockdowns of 2020. American workers were forced to learn effect to work effectively, at least effectively enough, remotely to work from home. At the same time, Alex, the BLM riots, and I don't think this gets enough attention, the economic ramifications of those riots, the BLM riots of 2020 that spread like wildfire across the cities of this country. They turned many city centers in America into places of violence, and that violence persists to this day. You know, if you don't believe me, walk around. I used to live in Chicago for many years. A lot of these very forces pushed me out of Chicago. I didn't feel like I had my family there safely anymore. You walk around the Chicago Loop, which is the downtown of Chicago, right now on a weekday, on a workday, and believe me, it is still a ghost town. Number one, people learn to work remotely. Number two, it's not safe. The only people you do see in downtown Chicago or downtown San Francisco are, frankly, sketchy characters. So good, hardworking citizens, for valid reasons, don't want to go there. What does that mean? Empty office towers, office towers that are highly leveraged, that were based on, on low interest rates. So commercial real estate, we're already starting to see really significant cracks 
in this sector. And some of the folks out there might say, wait a second, Steve, I don't live in the city and I'm not invested in commercial real estate. Well, unfortunately, you're exposed whether you think so or not. Number one, you may be invested and not know it through your 401ks or other investment vehicles. But number two, it can have such widespread ramifications for the economy that it's going to impact you just as in 08 and 09, maybe you were responsible with your mortgage, but it didn't matter. You suffered the economic fallout because so many others were not. Similarly, I think the situation sets up right now in commercial real estate. But the point is, you know, Alex, I think whether it's commercial real estate or other sectors, right now, the Biden administration is accelerating what has been a decades long trend of destroying the American economy, destroying the American dollar, hollowing out the middle class of this country. And things are getting worse at an accelerating pace. In other words, the, the, the crash is intensifying right now. Corporate media is not gonna tell you this. Certainly the Biden White House or the Fed aren't going to tell you this, but if you pay close attention, if you're willing to do your homework and study the actual economic metrics, I think it's getting increasingly obvious and, and blunt. And I would argue right now, you know, what's the first step toward fixing this? I would argue the first step is the Republicans in the House holding the line on the debt ceiling. That's not a silver bullet. It certainly doesn't solve every problem, but it's at least a beginning of a step toward a trajectory back to reasonable inflation and reclaiming prosperity for regular Americans. I totally agree with you. So, so here's a, I say a microcosm, it's a huge issue, but you have India, Brazil, Russia starting to trade their oil uh, in the Chinese currency. You have the State Department openly working against Bolsonaro and helping get the communist uh, Lula back in. And then Lula runs immediately to get off the dollars. The State Department knew he was going to do that. So why are they putting people in power, helping people get in power, working with big tech to you know block Bolsonaro on Facebook and so many other venues so they could get that election, I believe, stolen? That right there is just another example of, of, of them doing everything they can to actually isolate, destroy America. I mean, to me, this is not being done by accident. Yeah. No, listen, and I, I absolutely agree with you. I think some of it's incompetence. Some of it clearly is not. It, it is very concerted. Again, I hate to be this cynical, but I think it's the reality. The ruling class of the United States believes that it can profit so much on the way down for the United States that it does not care. It has no sense of patriotism about what it's doing to our society. Elaborate on that. Well, what I mean is, so listen, the, the elites of the United States, uh, for example, let, let's let's take inflation, which I've been talking about, right? Like inflation, which is so punishing to working class Americans. Uh, number one, there are there's a segment of elites who actually benefit from inflation. Why? Well, because they're the producers, for example, of resources. You know, generally, let, let, let's look at it this way. Really big business versus small business. Uh, small business, generally, they are the purchasers of commodities, right? The, the, the commodities markets, things like energy, agribusiness, those are giant conglomerates, giant multinational conglomerates. The consumers of those goods who then sell them on to the public are generally small business. So small business is punished by inflation far more than big business. Some elements of big business actually do very well from inflation. And the C-suite executives of those firms then actually welcome higher inflation. And even for, for wealthy folks, for, for ruling class people who don't welcome inflation, let's face it, it doesn't change their life. Let me be specific here. If you're um, an investment banker at a very, very high level, somebody who makes a seven-figure income, it might annoy you that the grocery store trip is more expensive and that filling up your luxury SUV is more expensive, but it's not going to change your life. It just isn't materially. But for the single mom waitress who is struggling to get by, 
the recent rise in prices for the staples of life, for things like food and energy, is absolutely life-changing them, right? So number one, the pain points are incredibly different. But number two, I think what we have to realize is, look, every society will always have an elite class, a ruling class. It's just human nature, okay? In the past, I think the elite classes of the United States, number one, were more interchangeable. There was more, there was more dynamism, in other words. People would be rising And there was also and out. an aristocratic understanding of you've got to empower the people because your money's not going to be worth anything if you live in a third world slum. And that's what I see Democrats doing and in, in, in leftists in Europe. They, their policies wreck things. Their kids get killed. Their kids are committing suicide. There's crime everywhere. And they've, they've now crapped in their own nest in their power grabs. So they get the power, but then they poison the well. Exactly correct. Yes. Yeah. No. And that's that's you know my my next point is number one there was more churn to what was the ruling class that doesn't really exist now, right? Because it's so same thing here. If we lose dollar hegemony, I don't think even my listeners who are really informed, I don't think I realize because we never lived through this, or you realize how horrible it'll be. I mean, that's why inflation hasn't been that bad. People are still taking them. If we lost the dollar or even went down a peg, what would that look like? Yeah, well, I think what it would look like, you know, I mentioned uh, that we have the highest interest rates right now since 2007. I mean, look at those interest rates doubling again. You know, think of it this way. The way global capital markets work, the way the bond works, uh, market works with the United States, think of it like a bank, because that's essentially what the bond market is. So the bank is lending to the United States, if you think of the United States as a business. Uh, the business plan of the United States is garbage right now, okay? It just is. It's absolutely garbage, and it's getting worse. If the bank were being fully rational, the bank would say, just as it would with a business, if we're going to loan you money, we need way higher interest rates to compensate for the risks that your business entails. The reason that hasn't really happened to the United States yet is because we have this artificial advantage. Now, it's an artificial advantage that we earned, right, because of our ancestors, because of their grit and their hustle and because of the American military and our victories all over the world. And because people wanted to come here and we had all the inventions and we were badass. We got all the brains of the world. Amen. So we, we earned that advantage. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't luck. OK, we earned the advantage of the entire world wanting to transact in U.S. dollars. And what I mean by that, too, uh, in terms of dollar hegemony and, and being the prime, you know, the reserve currency, what it means is every important transaction in the world takes place in dollars, even if it doesn't involve the United States. So an oil deal previously between Saudi Arabia and China is done in United States dollars. Bank transfer between Korea and Japan done in U.S. dollars. You can even look at the criminal element, drug deals all over the world, done arms deals done in U.S. dollars. Any significant transaction uh, is, is done in United States dollars. That is the definition, really, of a reserve currency. Before the U.S. dollar, for many years, it was the British pound. You know, that's where the phrase sound as a pound comes from. Um, and That's a key point. Time, After World War II, when the British lost world reserve currency, the empire went bye-bye. I mean, that's the greatest yeah. example we've got historically. Exactly. And for the United States, it's not so much an empire of land, because we don't have that like the British did. Uh, but it is the economic empire, right, of the United States. It's the economic dominance of the United States. And, and it was the cultural right empire because people aspired to it. By the left taking over our culture, the world's rejecting it. Again, all planned. Uh, it, it's it's planned. I mean, I get they're incompetent, but, I mean, it is so planned to discredit us culturally. It is so planned to kill the dollar. They're doing everything they can. Uh, let me ask you this, because you're a really smart guy. How do we – is there – you said Congress has stopped the debt ceiling going up. What else can we do? I mean, this is just, it, we're like going over the edge of a cliff. It's totally insane. How do we stop it? Yeah, well, the other thing is, and unfortunately, controlling only the House of Representatives right now, there's not much we can do yet on this score. But looking into the 2024 elections, 
we need a we need a foreign policy of realism and restraint. One of the best ways that we can preserve the stability and the primacy of the U.S. dollar is to stop our reckless foreign policy. Number one, stop the needless intervention, stop the escalations, right? We, I believe if the United States stopped financing this war in Ukraine, a negotiated settlement could be reached in a matter of hours, of perhaps, certainly within a matter of days. So that, that would be one thing, okay? And, and it would be very important. Secondly, and I think you were at least touching on this point, United States foreign policy, other than just escalation of war, one of the other driving strategies, unfortunately, of U.S. foreign policy right now is trying to give the rest of the world a lecture on supposed American values. And I say supposed because they're certainly not values that we have ever considered to be bedrock American values. They are secular, humanist, radical ideologies, uh, things like transitioning children um, and trying to force the adoption of gay marriage on the entire world. Okay, we're giving the world lectures rather than operating based on American interests. And it matters not just because it's nonsensical and unethical, Alex, it matters because it further convinces the world to turn away from the United States in all ways, including economically so. We are practically begging the world to try to form non-dollar alternatives right now. And guess what? So far, they are moving that direction. You know, Let me be specific here. The fact that Beijing and Moscow have now achieved an increasingly close alliance uh, is staggering, right? And, and it is a massive threat to the United States. For 50 years, since Richard Nixon went over to Beijing, for 50 years, one of the bedrock principles of American foreign policy has been preventing a Sino-Soviet or Sino-Russian alliance against the United States. And we did that successfully for a half century until Joe Biden. He is now practically begging these two anti-American powers uh, to get married, uh, and so far they are. And what are and they? And why do you think the big team? think tanks are advising him to do that? You know, well, look. I, number one, they don't believe in they, they they truly are ashamed of and don't believe in American power as projected in previous decades because it was based on Western civilization. It was based on Judeo Christian principles uh, that they simply abhor. So I think that's that's one aspect. And then the other aspect, again, though, to get more sort of crass about it, is that they want to profit on the way down and they don't care about the end consequences because there's such enormous capital to be acquired for them, for relatively small groups of people. You know, for example, selling out American workers to China. It's been horrible for the United States, particularly for Heartland America. But it's been magnificent for a relatively small group of people. If you're an executive at a place like Nike, Okay, selling out to China has been fantastic for you. And those are the middlemen that President Trump talked about. So in the three minutes we have left, what is the timetable? You say not much more time to do this. I see it as somewhat heartening that there is an awakening to Confucian societies, the Chinese communist infiltration, and uh, you know more and more we're, we're aligning militarily against China, but they've still got their agents everywhere. It, it, I mean, if the globalists were for selling us out to China, having a managed decline— are they now trying to just have a, a governor on our decline? They're mad that China wants it right now, or are they wanting to parlay better sweetheart middleman deals for themselves? Yeah, well, you know, hard to say which it is, but I would say in terms of the timing, Alex, uh, look, I, I don't think we have much past the 2024 elections, right? And it's it's almost a cliche to say the most important election of our life, right? Every political operative says that every election. Uh, but truly, we're at the precipice, economically, culturally, in other ways, uh, foreign policy, uh, we're at the edge of a cliff. And I, if we can't rein this back in in 2024, 
I don't see how it's possible. And so I hope that as bad as things are, and listen, my message generally, and I think this is because of the data and evidence, not my opinion, my message, uh, let's face it, is pretty, is pretty dire. It's pretty pessimistic. On the other hand, I'm not saying this just to be an agent of doom and gloom. I want to encourage people that the hour is not yet too late. It is late, but it is not yet too late. And in my view, my projection is that the 24 election is the last chance uh, for us to reclaim this republic, to reclaim it back from the oligarchs, from the globalists, um, and from this terrible, terrible, unfortunate economic slide, which has been inflicted upon the American people right now, and which has caused such despondency among the masses, again, not by my estimation, but by their own, by their own reality that they're experiencing in their lives, their own pessimism. Uh, but if I can add one more quick thing in there, declining, uh, declining longevity, yet another terrible metric that tells us far too many Americans are dying deaths of despair, uh, are not living productive, healthy lives. We're uh, literally we're happening. literally dying. We, we got about a minute left. And please come back soon to talk about what an American collapse would look like with different permutations or what an American renaissance and rebirth uh, could look like. Steve Cortez, very impressive. SteveCortez.substack.com. Incredible articles. You got 50 seconds to finish up. Hey, I appreciate you having me here. You know, and again, uh, while my message is largely very pessimistic and very negative, uh, I do believe that we can reclaim it. And by the way, I believe we have to reclaim it because, you know, we can talk more next time about this. But in terms of what does it look like an American crash? Here's the reality, Alex. There is no other America. OK, there's no safety valve. There's no place else that we can go to escape to. The people of Europe, of Latin America were able to escape to here. There is no next place. We have to save this place. Uh, this is it. And, and we should also save her because we love her, but also because we have no alternative. Absolutely. Well said. And look at the lockdowns. We, we were bad, but we were the best country in the world uh, against the lockdowns. All right, Steve Cortez, amazing. God bless you, and thank you so much, stevecortez.substack.com. Thank you so much. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. All right, we're covering the news and taking your calls for the rest of the broadcast today. Very honored and blessed to be here. I want to thank the listeners for keeping us on air. I noticed a lot of the callers, loaded phone lines, want to talk about the SpaceX explosion. Any rocket program that is advanced and that is groundbreaking is going to have these explosions. And I'm not here to defend. I'm not an apologist for Elon Musk, but they have one of the most successful rocket programs uh, out there. This was the heaviest rocket they ever tried to put into space, first time, and it blew up. We'll show you some B-roll uh, of that on screen 
uh, right now. But the left now hates Musk, and they're saying, oh, it's a metaphor for he's going down. No, you don't achieve anything great. And let's show the liftoff of the rocket, too. Guys, pull up liftoff of uh, SpaceX. SpaceX giant rocket explodes minutes after launch from Texas. Our own uh, Michael Zimmerman was uh, down there to watch it. He's a big SpaceX fan. SpaceX's giant new rocket exploded minutes after blasting off Thursday on its first test flight and crashed the Gulf of Mexico. But that's how they get the data. Usually within three flights, they're successful. Then they'll do like 10 or 20 flights for one blows up. Elon Musk company was aiming to send the nearly 400-foot, 120-meter Starship rocket on a round-the-world trip from the southern tip of Texas to the Mexican border. It carried no people or satellites. Images shown multiple engines uh, weren't working on the 33-engine rocket as it climbed from the launch pad, reaching as high as 24 miles or 39 kilometers in the air before it blew up. And, and again, this is fascinating because I think I sent you the clip of its first liftoff because you can even see during the first liftoff, some of the rockets aren't firing. The flight panic called for the booster to peel away from the spacecraft minutes after liftoff, but that didn't happen. The rocket began to tumble and then explode four minutes into flight, plummeting into the Gulf of Mexico. After separating, the spacecraft was supposed to continue east and attempt to circle the world before crashing into the Pacific Ocean near Hawaii. Throngs of spectators watched the southern Padre Island, several miles away from the Boca Chica Beach launch site, which was off limits. As it lifted off, the crowd seemed to go, 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 baby. Musk, in a tweet, called it an exciting test launch for Starship. Learned a lot for the next test launch in a few months. Yeah, that's what this is. So people freaking out about it and, and all this, saying, oh, look, you know, it sucks. Elon Musk sucks. You know, he has, a, he has the most successful space program on the planet right now, the biggest heavy lifters in the world. And this one is even bigger uh, than the biggest heavy lifter he launched last year into space. So hats off. Uh, to all the folks involved in that situation on 420. Now, there is your uh, liftoff video. I want to show the liftoff. I'm just obsessing on that. I, I, even when we're taking the calls, just find the liftoff. There we go. Look at that. So there it is in South Texas, beautiful area. You know, these are one of the things I want to go watch. Uh, but I just have been so busy that I have not ever gone and watched one of the launches. I love the people online that say it's fake and the world's flat, and that these aren't real launches. My friends and family have gone and watched it when their own cell phones have videotaped it. Yes, that's real, ladies and gentlemen, and that's happening. All right. I know we got loaded phone lines. Kathy, Jose, Emrick, Kanisha, Rhonda, Laszlo, Amber, Gorlita, Benny. We're going to be getting to all of your calls. But let me talk about something else that's blown up. Woke ESPN to begin layoffs next week as part of Disney cost-cutting efforts because their woke pedophile movies have blown up their face. Yes, get woke, go broke is real, despite what they claim. Just look what happened to Anheuser-Busch with the Bud Light fiasco. Breaking BuzzFeed news to shut down. On Thursday, BuzzFeed News announced it would be shutting down with CRO Edgar Hernandez, the COO, leaving the company as layoffs are announced. And it's going to be completely shutting down, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go to your calls, but let me just say this right now. We're not funded with $400 million a year like BuzzFeed. We operate on $30 million a year. And that's with all the servers and satellite uplinks and legal and cost. We just need you to get products you already need at InfoWarsTore.com. 
All these products will blow you away. The t-shirts, the books, the films, the real Red Pill Plus that literally activates your body's own endocrine systems and is very close to the fountain of youth. It's 40% off despite the fact it's selling out. DNA Force is already sold out. We need to change that banner up there. Uh, we also have Turbo Force, the highest quality 10-hour clean energy with key amino acids and other compounds. We have you focused mental clarity for 10 hours on average. Infowarstore.com, it's discounted. Ultimate Krill Oil, the highest quality CBD oil, 50% off what you'll find anywhere else. Third-party groups have tested and say it's the highest grade. Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. We're funded by you, not by the establishment. We're changing the world. We don't want to go down like the rest of the people that serve the system. We've been independent. That's why, despite all the attacks, we're still on air. Because we're not mercenaries. We're working for humanity because that's God's directive to us. So get a copy of The Great Reset, signed or unsigned. Get an Alex Jones for President shirt to trigger libtards and meet like-minded people. Get a President Trump uh, mugshot. The ads say it's pre-order. It's all shipping. It's here. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. The T-shirts are in. Get them. Get them today. All right. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and start going to your calls. I appreciate everybody holding. Let's talk to Kathy in Florida. You're on the air. Hello. Yes, welcome. Hi, Alex. Um, thank you for taking my call. I got turned on to you during COVID, and you are one of my go-tos for information, and I appreciate that, and just keep on going. And Back I at you. I will vote for you for president. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's a fun shirt. The crew had the idea for it, and it's a nice I, campaign shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, first off, I want to uh, tell people about something that's happening to my mom. She's in her 80s. She has a loop in her that monitors her heart. And uh, then she also has a uh, pacemaker. Well, several of my siblings have new cars, and she has gotten in them and gone to the doctors or wherever, and her heart has started racing, and she can tell what it is because of the loop. So she's able to read what her heart is racing up to. And she had to have my brother pull over and, um, um, by the yeah, way, what you're saying is so incredible. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the floor, but this is so important. I have a family member that was a motorcycle accident. They have a brain chip. And when they get around uh, high-tech electronics, it, it it messes them up. And it's absolutely true that pacemakers have been having problems forever, but it's getting worse and worse. And you're saying she has an app, because I know about it. She can look at it and actually see that it's on a loop, and it's when she gets in the car that's all 5G interconnected. So, so t- t- tell me more about this. Exactly. That's exactly right. And so it happened to her several times. And finally, uh, the last time when she finally was realizing something, she didn't know what it was, but she, my brother pulled over. She got out the car. They stood outside for a little bit, and then she, her heart went back. So she did get two of the shots. She didn't get any boosters. She either got Moderna or Pfizer. So I don't know if it's something, the graphene oxide, or what could be in there. Well, that's what the experts say is it creates a reactive substance in the blood to electronics and magnifies electric fields. Absolutely. Right. So is this what's causing a lot of accidents that people are driving? And maybe maybe they don't have a pacemaker. They have record levels of pilots having heart attacks and blood clots. It's in the news. I mean, this yeah, stuff so. is part of a massive experiment. And and people have to know, and are the doctors, why aren't the doctors saying something? I know they have to realize by now, you know, what's going on. Why aren't people speaking out? 
Also, on that note about the shot, Paul, Rand Paul, I recall seeing something about Rand Paul that Trump had said or Rand Paul had said. And I do like Rand Paul, but I remember seeing something where supposedly he advised Trump that, yeah, the shots were good, that they were safe and all that. Yes, he did. So I know, I know y'all have been like, oh, Rand Paul, Rand Paul. But, you know, Rand no, Paul. No, I said, I said, I said, I think on Monday, Rand Paul's wrong about these shots and I'm sick of it. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's an eye doctor. Why was he advising about uh, uh, the shots? <laughs> but um, the other issue that I was calling about was uh, here in the panhandle, um, I like to thing. It's just fun. I can afford to go to other places, but I like to thrift too, you know, it's just fun. And um, I'm noticing a lot of Spanish-speaking people, like uh, a ton. And I feel like that they're illegal because... Let me comment on that. Thank you. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen... You need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to the Alex Young Show. Let's go straight back to your phone calls. Rhonda in Tennessee, you're on the air. Yes, hello. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I want to thank you for giving us all a voice out there where we have none in our communities or in our country. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, you are welcome. Uh, I've been trying to reach you on this this thought right here. Everyone seems, even your last guest was saying, you know, 
2024 is our last chance as far as the election and our country goes. And that's a frightening thought. Let's hope we make it to 2024 at this point, right? Yes. But uh, so therefore we should all be praying for discernment in our decisions if we're going to make a decision, which we need to. So something that I cannot let go of and I cannot unhear, and that was right after the 2016 presidential election, Trump was elected, and Henry Kissinger was, who was the former National Security Advisor and Secretary of State, all those things we know, was, on, was being interviewed on CBS Face the Nation. And he was asked, of course, being quizzed about Trump, and what do you think? And, oh, no, what are the consequences going to be? And some of his quotes, and you can go back and look at those, and I don't have them verbatim, but I know he was talking about how Trump is a phenomenon and that foreign countries haven't ever seen this and that one could imagine something new and remarkable. He used all these terms. And then at the end, he said, I'm not saying it will. I'm saying it's an extraordinary opportunity. And those were the words of Henry Kissinger right after the election. Who and he said the same thing on CNBC after Obama was elected. He's a great chance yes. for the new world order. He's a great opportunity. Yes, yes. So I can't unhear that, and we need to remind ourselves of those things. And then you follow that with, you know, the first three years of a Trump presidency, and he's getting the economy revving, and people have got a little more money in their bank account, and they're getting energized and excited and feeling good about things and feeling hopeful about things. and like, we've cleaned up some messes. However, right at the end of the first term, all of a sudden, he shrinks behind. I'll never forget the press conference. He comes to the podium. He says, oh, my goodness, you know, we have this global pandemic, and I'm going to step aside now and turn this over to Mike Pence. It's like, wait a minute, what? And he turns it over to Mike Pence. He walks up. And then these other two people who most Americans have never heard of, Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burke. So the three amigos come to the forefront, and Trump just kind of shrinks to the back of the whole scene. And he's not one who seems to like to give up power, okay? And But he did. He shrinked right behind them until they laid out all the plans and what was going to happen and what's happening. And then he finishes it up with the warp speed bioweapon. And I just can't seem to let that go. I don't know that just... No, I think so- you I think you perfectly said it. And there's a lot of reasons he could have done that. I'm not going to make excuses for Trump situation's a mess, but they're going to give us a choice between Joe Biden, who can't even talk, and Trump. And there's a larger PSYOP here, and I don't, I don't even know if Trump knows he's part of it. Does he know or does he not know? And that's where I just cannot, I cannot square this. <laughs> um, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, you have to remember uh, Trump was recorded there, you know, during the campaign, they were talking about that uh, that uh, little um, remark he made about, oh, I could go out, hey, I could go out on, what was it, Times Square or whatever, and fire a shot down the street, and people would still love me. So was he used as a tool to, you know, just get these people to be willfully following him, like, woohoo, you know? No, and- I, think you, I think you've raised some really big pertinent points we should discuss. Thank you. Amazing call, Rhonda. All right, Emmerich in FEMA Region 2. I guess that's somewhere on the East Coast. Go ahead, Emmerich. Hi, Alex. Welcome. So I want to talk about the uh, SpaceX, but actually first I just want to follow up on the previous caller. The one thing on Trump that always makes me skeptical is the Simpsons, how they showed him, they they foreshadowed him in 2000 being the president. So I, I, I like him, but it, that that 
there makes me a little bit skeptical. But I wanted to talk about uh, Greg Reese's recent report. It's April 20th, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they're sending a message to Musk today. So Greg stopped a little bit short in his report of illustrating the pentagram of blood that can be drawn from connecting all the dots of the 19th and 20th from New York. You can draw lines to Waco. You can draw lines to New Orleans. You can draw lines through Oklahoma City that connect. Well, listen, not everybody, most people watching or listening did not see his report from two days ago. And so let me just set the table here. The peak season of satanic blood sacrifices upon us. He points out all the big global terror attacks and deep state events on April 19th, April 20th. And so you're trying to tie it in to the, the, the Musk rocket. I'm not saying you're wrong, but now folks know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yep. So, and, and I want to give you a, a, another term, too, to better describe these guys. The globalists, I believe, were sending him a message because they weren't happy with him you know, going to their world summit and telling them that it's not a good idea. So there, there's actually, there's been a, a video out on YouTube since 2010. I was watching it back then. It connects all these dots and it draws a pentagram of blood. It was actually, that video was on YouTube. And I think you can probably, if you type in NWO pentagram of blood, you can see all the dots. NWO pentagram of blood and what it shows the locations and then draws lines between them. Correct. It shows a a, a masonic. Uh, uh, it, 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 the uh, I'm blanking out here, but it, you'll you'll see if you a masonic compass. There. Compass, correct. Yes, yes. And it connects all the dots. It was actually before the Gulf oil spill. And it said to look for occurrences in the Gulf of Mexico as well. But, um, yeah, so I think that they are sending a message to Musk that they're not happy with them. By, I mean, it's, it's April 20th. So Well, you, I, know, I, you know, it's easy. And look, it looks like Blade Runner. You, you, you've got the engines uh, from below and some of the engines failing. I mean, that is just, 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 just amazing. But, you know, we know with a lot of these new rocket tests, they fail. So the fact that he chose 420, you could say that's, you know, the marijuana celebration days. You could say it was about that. Uh, but uh, definitely the globalists like to do a lot of public rituals. There's a lot of weirdness going on. I really appreciate your call, Emmerich. Thank you. Let's go to Amber in Ohio. Thank you for holding her on the air. Hey, Alex. Um, my call, has, I have a couple different topics, but they'll kind of all tie together in the end. Um, but have you ever heard of Jonathan Kahn? He's a rabbi and an author. Refresh my memory. Um, well, he as a child, he was a complete atheist. He had very Jewish parents, but like completely wasn't buying it. And then in his teens, had a couple like life or death situations, and in those moments, called out to God, and then swore that because he was saved in like non livable situations that yeah, I mean, I'd, 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 I'd heard the name. Thanks for so he's a messianic Jew. Yeah, well, he writes um, these books, and he links things that like. I, one of the things is when we legalized abortion, but he links that like to the date of when something happens bad, like as a warning to 
America saying like, hey, you turned away from me, you pushed me out of your life and you're not living godly. Um, and because of that, like, I, I mean, in the Bible, he says, if you if you turn away from me, which we did in government, government and religion, or not religion, but church used to be together and schooling and church and all of the things like you push me out of your life, I will let evil come in. And there's moments of time that this has happened before. But um, oh, there's no doubt that we are going into bondage. There is no doubt that we're being, God is allowing uh, us to be put into bondage. The hedge of protection is being lowered. Well, I don't, on top of that, so I recently, I, I've read the Bible and never was a big churchgoer, but it's seen all the negative and how it's not necessarily like the word preach, it's depending on who your pastor is, what you get out of it. Um, but prophets are a big part of the Bible. And there are prophets of today that I didn't realize until very recently. Um, and they're all the ones that are like, I don't want to say well-known because not a lot of people even realize that they're still a thing, but they're all saying the same things are about to happen and they don't necessarily know each other. Um, and they're, I mean, I can give some names at the end, but I'm not here to promote prophets. They're all saying the same things are going to take place and that um, it's pretty much we're waiting for the church to wake up, like as um, the body of Christ to wake up and to speak out against it, to pray against it, to shout down the evil. Like that's always been our job. That's we right. God's waiting again. for us to stand up and, and ask God for help and for us to take action because God helps those that help themselves. Really great call. Thank you, Amber. Hour number three. Your calls are straight ahead in two minutes. And I got a bunch of other news we haven't broken yet coming up. But yes. Yes. Satan's been given control of the planet. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department. But it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. 